Hey, welcome back to the podcast. So glad to be able to spend time with you again uh, for a few moments. How have the last few weeks been? Busy? Kind of boring? For me, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. So my wife and I, we moved into a new place. So there are like boxes all over the place. And the best thing is when you have people help you move and God bless them, they write miscellaneous things on the boxes, like almost cryptic stuff. I don't know if uh, someone thinks it's funny to write the opposite of what is actually in a box. But let me tell you, When you're about 20 boxes deep and you have no idea where, I don't know, anything important is, it's not funny. But in all seriousness, I'm grateful to have some people in my life that helped uh, make the move extremely easy and seamless. I was uh, talking about this with a few people the other day, but I feel like I've been in, uh, is, is the word traumatized too intense? Probably, but I've had people who casually will be like, hey man, uh, can you help me move? And personally, I really enjoy moving people into new places. So I go, oh yeah, sure. Only to show up and be like the only person. True story, this has happened. There have also been times where I show up with other people to help someone move. Although truth be told, you're you're not really moving. You're more like packing and then moving. So when it's time, you know, for us to move and when we just moved recently, things were in boxes, you know, the large items were neatly organized and disassembled, ready to go. We moved out and we're moved into the new place with all of our stuff in less than I think like three hours. So good times all around. It's been a busy few weeks at my place, but there have also been some things that have happened, a few things that I have been thinking about that I wanted to share with you today. And before I do, something that is fresh on my mind, because as I just mentioned, I've been in the middle of a bit of chaos recently with all the boxes and things out of order. Sometimes in life, it's actually not you when you're feeling off. You know, it's actually not something wrong you're doing that has you drained or a bit on edge. Sometimes I just want to give grace to someone listening today. It's just life. And I think if more people realize that we could all deal with things better. And also, I don't know why we do it, but uh, sometimes business creates or busyness creates even more busyness. I kid you not. So there was a point of uh, this week where Like I'm assembling furniture, dealing with like an internet problem, talking to an agent about insurance and then trying to stay sane and like centered and, you know, all kumbaya at the same time. So if you could not do what I did, that would probably keep you um, out of a lot of trouble and help you out. But also grace that sometimes life is just busy. It's it's all right to just accept that. It's all right to, um, you know, do things like, for example priority, like prioritizing things. I, I realized I didn't have time to meal prep. So I'm like, listen, I don't usually do it, but I'm just going to be going through the drive through and I'm just going to be eating out a lot more this week as we do the move. Uh, we just need to take kind of like a deep breath and then take it one step at a time. What happens though, when life is no longer busy, you know, when we don't have any real pressing projects at work, we don't have deadlines to hit. Here's something, we don't have any real goals or things that we're focused and striving towards. What happens when we hit and maybe even get stuck in our comfort zone? Comfort is a very interesting thing if you've ever thought about it. Now, I can only speak from my personal experience, but comfort seems like it's almost a prize at times. Like you earn it, right? Hey, if I'm not showing up to work and I'm being lazy, eventually I'll be fired in that situation and I'll no longer, you know, have any finances to pay the bills and I'll lose my home. So what do we do? We go to work. Some of us put up, unfortunately, with circumstances and Let's be honest, usually more than circumstances, it is people usually that are less than ideal. And I say that in a respectful way, but I just know from hearing a lot of stories and different experiences I've been through, you know, we work hard in order to be, that's right, comfortable. 
See, the deception is right there. See, comfort is actually something that you have to work towards naturally. Life is not always comfortable. And so when you work towards something, very rarely is that something not good for you. But comfort can be very deceiving. So then when we finally get to a place of comfort, it's easy to really spend too much time there. Or it's easy for our comfort to set the ceiling on what we will and will not do or how far we will go and what we will work towards regardless regardless if it's God's will or not. You know that show, uh, Shark Tank? I love watching this show. My wife and I, where entrepreneurs have, you know, an idea or maybe a small business and they they just pitch the sharks um, who are investors hoping that, you know, that they'll like invest in their companies. Who's your favorite shark if you watch the show? You know, you got like Kevin O'Leary, Canadian boy there. Maybe, maybe it's like Mark Cuban. Um, I personally like a woman on the show. Her name's Barbara Corcoran. She also, she also has a uh, podcast And um, I don't know why I mentioned that, but this is a podcast. So there you go. She has one. It's interesting because the lady tells it like it is. That's why I really gravitate towards her in a way where you can tell that she has been through some things. Now, of course, at that level, they probably all have been through a lot of things to get to the level of success that they have. But she was doing an interview once and said something really interesting. This isn't an exact quote, but she was talking about the people that she loves to invest in. She goes on to say, Father issues, great. Someone wronged you as a kid, great. Chip on the ship on the shoulder, the bigger the better. See, she then spoke about her own kids, saying that the biggest disservice she could do for her own kids is to raise them in an environment filled with comfort where things are easy and where there is no hustle, where there is no grind. Things are just handed to them. See, there is no major sacrifice to get it done because when people get too comfortable, they lose the fight inside of them and they lose their edge. Look at any successful person or family, right? If you can look at generational wealth or family businesses that are successful, that's where things can get really, really interesting. See, you usually have someone who started from nothing. They needed to survive. So they they hustled and they, they grinded it out. For them, it wasn't about the money. Usually in the beginning, it's about survival. But see, that work ethic, that constant habit of putting themselves into uncomfortable situations out of necessity... That is so powerful because it actually leads to success. But then you have the next generation. They had it easier. But usually the parents do one of two things, you know, teach them, you know, the hard work, the techniques that made them great. Or they try and just provide everything that they didn't have themselves in the form of comfort. But usually the second generation knew what it was like. So they take the newfound resources and they expand on them. But then the third generation comes around and the fourth and the fifth, so on and so forth. And the wealth is there. The success is there. They are living in the the um, the harvest. If, the, if well, we're just getting super spiritual here. Um, you know, they're living in the success of generations past, but they are so far removed from the original fighter spirit that allowed the family business to succeed. That comfort comes along and brings some friends, complacency. Lack of vision, lack of focus, lack of drive, because the things that made the other generations so successful are not naturally developed in the younger generations because they didn't really have to be, right? They didn't need to, you know, be all intense and they didn't need to go like hustle and grind it out because things were just handed to them. Comfort was there in its place. These are the generations that usually determine legacy and longevity because they need to make a decision that doesn't seem to make any sense at first. They need to decide to leave their life of comfort and get uncomfortable in order to grow and in order to really progress. 
And here's my question. In the church, we have had generations come before us where things were not easy. So they they sacrificed. Some of them were literally martyred, so murdered. Uh, They spoke boldly and were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. But then the next generation came along. Maybe the persecution was not as bad. Then the next came along. Uh, Now all of a sudden, religion is accepted. Maybe people are um, learning to kind of water down what they believe, not be so radical, you know, not take such a radical approach, just, you know, pick and choose scriptures. Um, Just as long as no one, you know, gets too radical, they can still be kind of religious. And the next generation, now things are so convenient. I don't really have to do much for my faith. I just show up on Sunday, drink my latte and go home. Then the pandemic hit 2020. Now I just roll out of bed, go online in my pajamas while I'm checking Instagram on my phone. And you know what? Maybe I don't even need to watch it live. Maybe I'll just catch it later. I'll just watch some highlights on Instagram or whatever. Then you have what so many that I have seen are doing. Things are so comfortable that sacrifice, devotion, and the confronting of things in their hearts that they know are not good or God-honoring are not even considered because comfort has lulled people to sleep. People think, hey, I'm good. I love God. But yet the presence of the Holy Spirit is nowhere to be felt around them. Praise God. Life is good. But the comfort that they think God is blessing with them, uh, blessing them with rather, is really the devil lulling them into sleep so that their calling, the idea of getting uncomfortable, stepping up and out is so far out of their frame of thinking They'll never do it. They'll never even come close. They're now enslaved and deceived by comfort. See, God is blessed, um, blessing me, they think, when really God is nowhere to be found in the decisions of their life or the the um, the everyday um, in their life. But hey, there are no immediate consequences. So I guess it's fine. So I guess it's fine to watch what I watch, smoke what I want to smoke. It's legal. Um, say what I say. Hey, Jesus turned the water into wine, right? And you know what uh, the really sad thing is? When people start living like this and they get too comfortable and they become complacent or whatever um, it is, people are watching them every single day. They are the only Jesus that a lot of people will maybe ever see. Now you have generations looking up to people wanting what they have. A little bit of Jesus, a lot of the world. Success and whatever they want with a little bit of God on Sundays, all because we got a little too comfortable. The good news is, though, we can get it back. If we have become too comfortable um, you know, to the place where we have been inoperative for the kingdom, we can get it back. It's going to it's gonna be hard. I'm not going to lie. It's going to take time and it's going to take big steps of bold faith. But if you truly want what God has called you to, or maybe even what he has called you out of, we can break out of the comfort that has lulled so many to sleep and accomplish all that he has for us to accomplish. Now, next time, I'm going to share my own story when it uh, came to comfort, just just one that really stands out in my mind, Um, just chasing what was comfortable and then practically what I did to step-by-step break out of that. And it's definitely a process, right? But it's one that we all need to take. What's that famous quote? Everything you ever wanted is on the other side of your comfort zone. So true. So don't be discouraged. You know, don't think that it's all doom and gloom. See, some people are walking around like zombies thinking that their comfort is something they need to protect. You know what uh, we should be protecting? The call of God in our lives. And guess what? If being comfortable and living in your comfort zone is the thing standing between you and what God has for you, it's time to confront it, just as if it was an addiction or anything else. Now, before I close off today, When I talk about confronting comfort, I don't mean that you never can be comfortable again. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. Like, no couches were sitting on the floor, nothing but eating, I don't, 
I don't know, something that's weird to eat, that's not comfortable. Rice, nothing but rice. See, that, that, that's not the comfort I'm talking about. I'm talking about when the seemingly good things of life take the place of seeking out and walking what God has for us, just being lulled to sleep in these areas. I believe that God wants you blessed, right? He wants to see you prospered and that he wants you to have nice things and go nice places to enjoy life, not just with yourself, but with your family, you know, to be blessed, to be a blessing. But I do know that he doesn't want life and the comfortable things in life to have you. So comfort, we're coming for you. God, I just pray right now over um, these next couple of weeks, we would be thinking about this in our own lives. What are we so comfortable with that it is stealing our callings? God, I thank you so much that you want to see every single person set free and living in the calling that you have for them. So I pray that you give us wisdom. I pray that you give us strength and the courage to confront our comfort so we can step into all that you have for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.